hi 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 guys uh hi 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 we're here again and then uh, just last last time we spoke on the life of muhammad shitabe uh via his obituary uh in july 1895 and um funny because um just a year before um the shitabe mosque was opened um in the presence of a very large crowd uh, and a number of important people and all of that and that is the reason why we're here because we're going to be talking about about um, the uh, consecration of the Shitabe Mosque uh, in July 18, on the 5th of July 1894. Nations and communities like individuals have their times for self-examination. When they pause, survey their position, glance back upon the past, study the lessons of the present and gird themselves up for the future. Such a time occurred on the fifth instant when the mosque erected by the munificence of Mr. Shita was consecrated with the governor of the colony, His Excellency, Sir Gilbert Carter KCMJ, who Carterbridge is named after, in the chair. And when an envoy from His Imperial Majesty, the Sultan of Turkey, an English Muslim, invested Mr. Shita in the presence of a large audience of pagans, Mohammedans, and Christians with the decoration of the Order of the Medjidere. From the time when a little more than six weeks ago it was reported that Mr. Quillam would visit the colony to represent the Sultan at the consecration of the mosque, there has been much searching of heart among professing Christians and much not very wise and useless declamation has been indulged in. At length, the day arrived, the governor took his seat on the platform in the mosque with Mr. Quillam on his right. After the reading of the Quran by Al-Hajj Haruna Rashid, singing by the Muslim choir, Arabic prayers by Al-Mami Ibrahima and Al-Mami Yusufu, and prayers in English for the Queen, the Sultan, the Governor, and Mr. Quillam, His Excellency delivered the most remarkable speech on the subject of religious toleration, which has ever been delivered in Lagos. The governor suggests and we agree with him that the sooner the futility of all attempts to engraft the fruit of a foreign and dissimilar civilization upon the old African stock is recognized, the better for the success of missionary work. Experience has shown that it is vain to begin a new era by falsely imagining that a tabular rasa is in existence, that in matters of detail there must be compromises in religious matters as in other questions. At the close of the governor's excellent address, Mr. Quillam, in a short and graceful speech, placed decoration on the breast of Mr. Sheeta and handed him the brevet of the order from under the hand of the Sultan. And yeah, yeah this is also the interesting thing. So, um, it is widely recorded and passed down or known that uh, Joel Baptista da Costa and uh, Sanusi Aka worked on um, the... Um, on um, the on um, the Shita Bay Mosque, but here uh, in um, our research, it says the two mechanics who planned and constructed the mosque, Mr. Martin and Mr. Porfirio, were then introduced to the governor and to Mr. Quillam by Mr. J. P. Jackson, who said that both were Brazilian repatriates, a fact which pointed to the direction in which Africa must look for her mechanical skill, and that it is indicated also the important influence Negro repatriation from America must exert upon this continent, an influence which it was to be hoped Her Majesty's government would recognize and seek to promote. After an eloquent speech by Mr. Christopher Alexander Sapara Williams, in which he thanked the governor for his most Christian speech, the proceedings were brought to a close by a vote of thanks to His Excellency, 
by Mr. G.W. Neville, seconded by Al-Hajj Raharuna Rashid. Mr. Neville made a few but very significant remarks. He thanked the governor for the manner in which he had presided and considered that in the part he had taken on the interesting occasion, he had shown himself a worthy representative of Her Imperial Majesty the Queen of England and Empress of India. Mr. Neville also paid a high compliment to the sobriety, enterprise and prosperity of the Mohammedans, which the governor, in his reply, emphatically endorsed. Everyone who witnessed the ceremony on the 5th must have been impressed with the fact that Islam has become indigenous to Africa. No Arab aid supplied the idea or contributed the means for the construction of the mosque. The finest specimen of ecclesiastical architecture in West Africa. No foreign hands reared those beautiful walls, that, that, splendid dawn, that splendid dome, those graceful turrets. All is the work of the African. Where now is the taunt that the Negro can do nothing, that he will do nothing, that he cannot help himself? This is the noblest achievement with which the Negro of West Africa will mark the closing decade of the 19th century. His Imperial Majesty, the Sultan of Turkey, Abdul Hamid, one of the proudest of monarchs with wonderful sagacity and religious statesmanship, has sent substantial recognition of this pious deed by special messenger and has enrolled the munificent builder in the ranks of the Ottoman nobility with the right of perpetual succession through the head of the family. Such an interesting story on the consecration of the Shita Bay Mosque. And this this is really, really, really interesting, basically. So, guys, um, that is it from uh, the 5th of July, 1894. Uh, see you guys when next we see you in our next story and also other weekly news as well. Don't forget to share our podcast channel with family and friends. And, you know, you can keep on, you can listen to um, the stories and uh, the weekly news as well. It's quite interesting stories and uh, occurrences in uh, old Lagos and uh, colonial Nigeria. See you guys next time. Cheers.